When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're about to talk about something that everyone does, and that is go to the grocery, grocery store. <laughs> yes, yes. Bradley, you've been noticing some things about discount grocery stores. Well, I noticed this article anyway, and it got me thinking about um, steals and deals, because I don't know about you, but I love a bargain, especially (laughs) if there's like a bargain bin. I like to dig and look. And anyway, especially when it comes to the grocery store, like people get weirded out, like things are past their best buy date or maybe the piece of produce doesn't look like it's at its best in there. And so it'll get marked down and people are like, ew, I don't want that. Um, I'm not that person. I love a steal. And this this piece in the sun, which I know it's a tabloid, but they had this like list of the six cheapest inflation. Well, this is the headline anyway. The top six cheapest inflation busting grocery stores in the United States. And I just thought, ooh, okay, so like where are people getting all their steals and deals from? Because uh, have you looked at the price of anything lately? <sighs> right. So pretty high. If you guys have like steals and deals, like I love to go here for this. Drop us a line, 651-641-1071. For example, at the top of their list was, I think this is no surprise, Aldi. Do you guys, either of you guys go to Aldi? Yep. Yep, I do. I do. I get part of my stuff there. Yeah, like what's the kind of stuff you get? Because I couldn't shop, I couldn't do all of my shopping at Aldi. Like Mm. I would have to be very specific. But what, what are the things that you will pop into Aldi to get? I get produce there. Um, it depends on what it looks like. If it doesn't look great, I'll yeah. move on somewhere else. Um, some other stores just don't have as, as... It's a smaller produce section, but they take care of it, I feel like. And it's just, I mean, like half the price is what I'm going to pay somewhere else, which I'm like, I don't know if this, you know, little carton of strawberries is going to go bad in one day. It usually doesn't with Aldi and yeah. I also get um, just sometimes cheese because they have some cheese that's, you know, European and interesting. And I'll try any cheese. I'm all about trying different cheeses. So I'll go there. Cheese and produce. She's a cheese and produce lady. Mike, are there any steals and deals you love getting Uh, at Aldi? The cheese as well. Any like cottage cheese or things like that if I want to go that route. Uh, Produce is a little hit or miss, but they also have some very good like usually if you want to get some chips or something like that, they'll have some good variety of that and and different types. So I do love too. like, did you see during Christmas or the holiday season, they had a, a bunch of like European 
they have their like it's like a like a little european christmas market yes and it has all of the like german candies and cookies mm -hmm. and like all of that fun stuff that only comes around that time of year because obviously they're you know importing it but um right. i always think things like that are fun at aldi and um, aldi is a european grocery store yeah. chain that's why yeah to begin with it was just in europe and now it's here um and they there's another german uh discount chain that's also in the united states um but we don't have these in our part of the world Lidl or Lidl. i don't oh. know how you even say that have okay. you heard of this one I it's mostly on the east coast apparently okay um and i think it's it's much like an aldi um but we don't have those here i mean the only other one on this list that we have would be trader joe's which mm. like Trader Joe's is amazing. It's so, it can be dangerous, though. Oh, totally, because it's like snack heaven. <laughs> it is. It's like, I mean, we are, um, I, I'm from California, and we're every time we go back there for any reason, like even if it's a funeral, we always go to Trader Joe's, I have to admit. Yeah. Like, we went for my grandma's funeral and the whole family was like, okay, we have to go to Trader Joe's before we leave, obviously. And my dad and sisters. Do they not have Trader Joe's in Missouri? They did not. Um, they don't have one um, in my hometown. I think that they oh. finally got one like in St. Louis. But yeah, it wasn't a thing there for a very, very long time. Oh, we have a phone call. We have somebody. Who's on the phone? It looks like Pam wants to tell us about where she gets some discount foods. Hi, Pam. We want Pam. Hello. Hi. Um, not to take away from the darling little Girl Scouts that are out selling their cookies right now for $5 <laughs> a box. Right. But they have, like, I don't think the Thin Mints, but they have the lemonade one, at knockoffs at Aldi, and the caramel coconut chocolate delicious, and... One other kind that are like knockoff Girl Scout cookies, and they taste just like Girl Scout cookies for a fraction of the price. I see. Oh, I haven't I gone it. down that aisle. Sometimes oh, that's oh, dangerous for yeah. me, but um, but yeah, that's good to know. And of course, also support your Girl Scouts, so you also can do support your Girl Scouts. But mm -hmm. you know, buy one box from them and then go to Aldi and get three boxes for the same price. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Pam. I love it. Uh -huh. I love it. Goodbye. Oh my gosh. So I, I go to Aldi are... first. I always go to Aldi first to see what I can get there for like, you know, it'll be like $35. And then I end up at Target usually. Yeah. Yep. Trader Joe's occasionally. Um, and then I've got my sub. I've got my circuit. Like I, I usually am doing Costco because to me, you save so much money buying in bulk. That's right. We go to Costco too. I forgot. And, and Kowalski's. I have, and I have a... Um, what do you call it? Vacuum sealer. So I like to go to go to Costco and then break everything down and seal it up. Okay, you are the. This is. Um, we were talking. You know, you got ended up getting sick. We're so sorry. But in the office, we were talking about like he is the healthiest person in the whole building. Probably you don't no, eat processed no, no. food. You don't eat preservatives. You make your own food every night. It's like a home-cooked meal, and you're just super healthy, and we can't figure out why you've had COVID a couple of times. It doesn't have anything to do with health, though. But you, no, it's like it I doesn't. Mean, Getting COVID, you can be you know as fit and healthy as you are, but... Yeah, trust me, and I have no idea where I got COVID. I mean, no one does. I, I like... I wasn't around anyone that I knew was sick, so it's just out there. But, but you know, um, I yeah, your no, vacuum sealer is go not on. Gonna, 
nobody is going to evade COVID just by making their own sourdough. However, <laughs> um, you missed my pativier <laughs> that I made and brought in. Rude. I brought it for, but I didn't know. We found out that morning on Valentine's Day that you couldn't be with us. Yeah. No, so I, know. It's, I still brought it in. Around again. It was delicious. Oh, thanks, Mike. You do have another well, caller, too. Ooh, let's, let's take another call. Great. Well, let's talk to Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Where do you get some good discounts and deals? Well, I always go to Aldi's first. Yes. Their produce and cream. I'm a heavy cream drinker for my coffee. Oh, yeah. Cheapest you can get anywhere. Yes. And butter. Them are like my staple Aldi thing. <laughs> are you a cheese person? Yes. We I mean, love their cheese. Yes. They have so many different varieties and from different areas that you just want to try. Like, oh, look at this, you know, Swiss cheese from this area I've never tried before. Just like, yeah. really, it makes you, it trans- transports you to Europe. You well, can go yeah, and stuff that you would never be able to buy in the grocery store. That's true. It would be way too expensive just to try it. That's true. The other thing I like, too, is if you don't like what you buy at Aldi's, you can bring it back and they'll refund you, even if you just don't like the taste. Are you serious? Oh, that's yes. good to know. Anything Pro that tip. you don't like, you take it back and they fully refund you. That is awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the call, Cheryl. Yep. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. You too. I like that. That's good just to know. Just to pre-warn people about Aldi, there's a cart situation, okay? Oh, yes. You have, you have to, to bring, bring a quarter to get a cart, but you get the quarter back at the end. Can I give you a pro tip for that? Because I don't ever have a quarter on me, and every time so I go to Aldi, you just ask like, somebody, "Can I have your cart?" No. No. What I do do is just bring my bags with me, and I put my food in my bags. Yeah, but then it's awkward at the end because they are constantly moving. So your cart becomes the next person's cart. So if you don't, someone takes their cart away, and they don't have any place to throw it in a cart because they scan super fast. You know. Oh. And then you're like, I oh, sometimes I, they grab a cart from somewhere else. And so what do you do? Just hold your bag open? I mean, I've had them put it in my bag for sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't buy, like, I don't buy bag. Usually if I'm going to Aldi, it's like a few items. I'm okay. not. That's why I don't even worry about having a quarter. Because if I went enough, I would probably, you know, find a quarter somewhere and mm-hmm. put it in my, yeah. and put it in my car. I'll give you a quarter so you can get a cart at Aldi. <laughs> oh, but like, when's the last time kind you of got person. change? Uh, I know. Uh, yeah. Um, MC went to Aldi for the first time like two weeks ago with me for the first time ever in his life. And so I kind of had to tell him how to do the cart. He's like, what's this? What? What? We have to put it. So he had to get a cart. <laughs> it was just an ordeal. I know this is stupid, but. Hey, anyway. when we come back, nothing stupid, Don. Um, okay, there are a few things that are stupid, but not um, not your thoughts and opinions. When we come back, you need to tell us what a pew and gooch is. <laughs> because yeah. we've been waiting all day. I know the listeners have heard me say pew and gooch a few segments ago, and now they're excited to learn what that actually means. When we come back, right here on My Talk 1071. Ah! I need a hero! 
In the middle of winter, the last thing anyone wants is to be without heat. My friends at Hero will make sure that's never the case for you. No matter how old your furnace or boiler or heat pump is, Hero has seen it all, and they've got the experience to keep your heating system running smoothly. And let's face it, no matter how Minnesota tough you are, there aren't enough layers to put on to stay comfortable in your house when the temp is below freezing. At the first sign of a heating issue, call the experts at Hero, and they'll give you $57 off any repair. Check them out at callhero.com. Hi, this is Greg. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're actually renaming our show Pew and Gooch, and that's but starting who's tomorrow. Who's the Pew and who's the Gooch? <laughs> I think um, you're the Pew. <laughs> I'm the well, Gooch. Well, that makes you a Gooch. I, I am just, the Gooch. Okay, you have to tell people what this means. And Mike's new name is Zach. <laughs> So what this means is that Florence Pugh, after having a long-term relationship with Scrubs Zach Braff, for uh, gosh, how many day, how many years they were together for for years, and yeah. they split up, and now you know it's been about a year since they've been split up. She hasn't really been out and about seen with anybody else, but she has been seen with a new man, and his name is Charlie Gooch. I what is a Charlie Gooch? I was gonna say I don't know what a Charlie Gooch is, but I'm sure he's a terribly nice man. Oh, well, I'm not a terribly nice woman because I was judging on whether or not he was hot enough for her. Um, so I see this, and in page I think six. he decided he wasn't. He is not. I'm just gonna be real. That's what we do. Like I don't. Maybe I would prefer I'm alone. you be real. I'm. I'm Please. not. I'm not here for fake Dawn. But I will zoom in on somebody's face that I don't know to see if they're hot enough for Florence Pugh. I'm like, if I see paparazzi pictures of a new man, I'm going to compare their hotness. Yeah. You know, especially since the last relationship, I would say Florence was hotter than Zach. So maybe this is a pattern. Maybe it is. For you. For me. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying because I, you know, because that's how you felt. I, um, I mean, I don't, he's not my type. I'll just say that. That's, maybe I should say that. He's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> or, anyway. You can All right. say whatever you want. So, they have, they were seen holding hands on Valentine's Day. These shots look to be close. So, I'm assuming either Florence or, sorry, Pew or Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> called the paparazzi. They were holding hands. They went to a cafe they sat and drank wine. They have matching rings, which I'm like, what's oh, that's that a good about? Sign. They have matching bands that they're wearing. They're drinking wine and smoking ciggies. I know that was the other thing that stood out to you, right? I just don't understand. When you go to LA, you are like, Every year it's more and more where you go into a restaurant and you're like, oh my gosh, everything is you know, sourced right outside. I can hear them, you know, killing the organic pig out there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like oh, everything is very, it's God, so had, healthy. You couldn't do like organic spinach. You had to kill an organic pig. No, listen, I'm just saying everything is so healthy out there. Like they're like, this is... We have seven different ways that you can get your antioxidants in this salad. And this is locally sourced. And then they're sucking on heaters. And then they go outside and they're like having a heater or a lung dart, as Kenny Olson calls it. (laughs) And I'm not criticizing smokers. I'm just saying if people are putting so much effort, these celebrities, into, you know, uh, all of this stuff for their face all the time and Botox and ultra healthy eating and yoga, all the California stuff. <laughs> Why are they smoking ciggies? I know that everyone because smokes in, in LA. Hollywood, Dawn, I have a poster in my toilet room, AKA bathroom. Yeah. That says in Latin, in Hollywood, in Latin. nothing is real and everyone smokes because that's from, well, that's what our good friend Cat Perkins said on our show a number of years ago. And yes. he kept that, that motto alive that literally in Hollywood, because that was her, that's what she said when she was out there for The Voice. She said the thing she learned was that in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. And so it doesn't surprise me <laughs> at all. And I think it's that thing of like, I I don't know. I don't like, to, it, it's hard to like draw conclusions about superficial things, right? Without knowing people. But don't you just feel like people who are mm, like young, because I just find it interesting anytime young people smoke. Right. Because it's not such a social like I smoked when I was that age. But that's because like a lot of people were smoking and all the things about like I under like we did know that it was bad for us. But then like. But it was socially acceptable. It was now. Well, you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm going. It was period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it certainly was. And so. And now it's not. So I always think, wow, that's an interesting choice. And I wonder if it's because of the stress of that lifestyle, right? Like they just need that drug or if there's like some antisocial like benefit. I don't know. It just seems like a very interesting choice to smoke publicly. I know that sounds weird having been a person who smoked a pack a day for like many, many years into my in my 20s. Um it just it seems like an interesting choice in 2023 it also could be for just maintaining their weight loss because it does make you uh you know it kind of you skip more meals which isn't healthy but yeah it's just they got to keep their girlish figures i don't know well let's talk about charlie gooch if we have time now just a minute or so but no one really knows like who he is but one anonymous tipster said he was an English guy who, a normie she went to school with in Oxford. Though that's not mean? been he was just like a, a normie, a regular person. <laughs> yeah, a, a non-celebrity, a normie. And then I was like, she went to school at Oxford University. 
or no, in Oxford. Oxford. No, in Oxford. Oxford, like just in the area Oxford, of California. Oxford, or she went to Oxford. I'm that's what she I'm went to Oxford. confused about. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Now I got to, now I got to research that. There's so many things in a day that like I go home and I'm still looking stuff up. She was born in Oxford. In Oxford. Correct. Okay. All right. But did so, not go to Oxford University? I'm not seeing that. I don't think so. No, she went to uh, St. Edward's School and Winchwood School in Oxford. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So she went to like a, what do you call those fancy private schools? Yeah, prep she went school. To a, and I think in England, their private schools are called public schools. But anyway. Oh, All right. Geez. Pew and Gooch. You guys Pew learned something. Gooch. When we come back, you're going to learn something else. That all those things flying around lately that people have been shooting down, probably aliens, at least. (laughs) We don't really know what they are. We can say they're UFOs. And we've got first-hand audio of that. And we'll hear it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. So we've been talking a lot about um, things flying in the sky because of the balloons or whatever they are shot down all over our airspace. The first one being a spy balloon and then others that are unknown. The White House has actually mentioned and said the word extraterrestrial or alien saying it isn't that. But it's just the fact that they mentioned it is a big deal. So what's the latest, Bradley? That you're well, let's seeing do the unsolved mysteries of the unknown because it's probably aliens. What is that? Unsolved mysteries of the unknown. No. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. There we go. All right, so I know you saw this story, and I'm sure many of our listeners did. If we want to talk about those recent UFOs, because that's what they are. Although, I don't they call them like unexplained aerial phenomenon or yes. something, UAFs. But regardless, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, probably aliens. We actually got to hear, and I thought this was super cool, what it sounded like as pilots encountered the particular UFO over Lake Huron. Remember the one that was like hexagonal mm-hmm. and had like strings or wires or something hanging out of it? Yes. Um, I think we actually have the audio. We do. Should we have we... this. Uh, it's yeah. You've probably got it. Yep. Here we go. Should we take a listen? It looks like something. Uh, there's uh, some kind of object that's suspended in the air. It's hard to tell. It's pretty small. I cannot see it outside of my eyes. Got the good tone all the way in. Maybe I just can't see it with my eyes with the glare in the cockpit. It's so small, but it's metallic or what? And there's uh, I can see like lines coming down below, but I can't see anything below it. There you go. So that coming from TMZ, obviously, um, that is inside the cockpit of them, you know, trying to see and look at and figure out what it was. 
up there in the I just, sky. Like, I want to know how close they got. Do we know how? Because I don't think we know exactly how close they got. But like that had to just be incredibly bizarre. You're flying around at a high altitude looking at something and you can't like you don't recognize it. I, I just feel like that would have to be incredibly bizarre. Right. And they're trying to like describe it uh, dependent on like size and what it's shaped like, you know, not saying it's necessarily a balloon, but he said even container like it looked like maybe a and it was black well, metallic, yeah. right? Metallic, a container just kind of floating there, you know, which is weird <laughs> and, and it's definitely something aliens. of concern. Definitely, and it's definitely aliens, guys. Definitely uh, like more alien e than a balloon right like if something's obviously a balloon you're like oh that's a balloon but i also just love this whole narrative you know like you guys look who knows what it really is i'm sure we'll find out at some point but i do find it interesting that all these other things they blew up they can't find yet i know they're in like hard to reach places or underwater so that makes things more complicated but don't you just marvel at like what else is up there that people don't know about because until five minutes ago nobody was looking which is almost as disturbing as what they're seeing. Right. Right. Um, we actually have somebody else who has been on the scene talking about this since, I think, 2019. There were incidents in um, things being seen off the coast of Virginia that he spoke about being an ex-lieutenant Navy pilot. And his name is Ryan Graves. Let's, let's hear from him. Back in 2014, when we had these issues, there was no type of reporting process or pipeline or really public conversation uh, on this other than your your typical kind of uh, alien jokes. So, you know, we're accustomed to looking at those little details, but when we see something up there that we're not accustomed to seeing where it's hard to fit um, in the context of what we're seeing, uh, we, you know, we typically try to just assign something that looks familiar, which, you know, the first thing that comes to mind uh, for a circular object or a cylindrical object in the air is some type of balloon. And what I suspect happened is they essentially dropped the, the speed gates on the uh, radar systems, which allowed us to see slower object. Uh, I was speaking about slower objects uh, hanging out off the coast of Virginia Beach. And so I imagine that's what we're starting to pick up. I think it just kind of goes to show how the conversation has evolved. Um, this isn't necessarily that um, something that's in the faraway realm of, of science fiction that we've kind of portrayed it in the past. Um, the bottom line is there are unexplainable things in our atmosphere. I've been saying it for a number of years because I've witnessed it. Uh, and now that we're seeing it on a, on a broader scope, I think more people are being introduced into the conversation and they're getting to the same place that a lot of us have already gotten to that, yes, uh, there is a bucket of strange and we're going to have to whittle that bucket smaller and smaller to really find out, you know, what's at the core of this mystery. Bucket of strange. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. Right. Right. And this is somebody who firsthand saw these things, you know, not just necessarily this, but a whole, whole bunch of unexplained things flying around in our atmosphere. And for years, you know, he is the one on that. Um, it's very grainy footage. Um, but it came out because there was an organization that put it out first and then the government had to put it out. This is, um, the organization that Tom DeLong is in. He sort of, uh, from Blink-182, he's left the band and now he just does, um, research on unidentified objects. 
with a really great team. It's like, wow, this lineup of people definitely know what they're talking about because they have experience and it's not just a talking head that you see maybe on the, quote, history channel (laughs) talking about their ideas. It's like people that have background in the military and in high levels and also, you know, in UFO phenomenon. So the guy can be trusted, that's for sure. Yeah, I well, the thing that I appreciate most about this recent experience with all these unidentified objects is that pe- the government's talking about them openly. And the reason I think that's important is because for some, and we talked about this before the show today, but like the thing that's been kind of obnoxious in the past is like the government's like, yeah, we're not talking about this because don't be dumb or, you know, like we're not talking about little green men, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but when you don't talk about the fact that there are all these actual unidentified things, it's not to say that by mentioning them, you're acknowledging aliens or that people are going to think aliens. It's that you're just acknowledging there's all this stuff we don't know. And while that can seem dangerous to say, hey, guys, there's just a bunch of stuff we don't understand. That might be what government was thinking initially, like, oh, just don't even mention it because you don't want to scare people unnecessarily. But when you don't share the obvious, then it leads people to speculate about all sorts of things. And then they create these like weird conspiracy theories about little green men that are going to abduct you and and, you know, do things to you that, you know, popular (laughs) popular culture are going to make fun of. So, like, I just like that the government is actually acknowledging this stuff so that we can kind of get to what it really is mm-hmm. yeah yeah versus you know um i don't know making up really interesting stories but that are not based in actual fact well he mentioned something um in the end of that there was a question to ryan graves the ex-navy pilot they said that um, at TMZ that they were like so shocked when they saw the press conference where they even said the word aliens or extraterrestrials. They felt like they were watching a movie and that like they it's so true. Like and he's like, yeah, definitely the conversation has changed. It's changed from, you know, 10 years ago where they wouldn't even say those words. So it's a big step in even talking about it, that the white house even said the words alien or extraterrestrial, you know? Now she wanted to make sure we knew it wasn't, but thou dost protest too much. Well, I mean, and sure, but like the thing I found fascinating is that they said, like there was one general, I think, I think it was the NORAD story where the like assistant general from NORAD was like, I don't like I can't rule out aliens or extraterrestrials, right? Because, exactly. Like you would have to have proof to the contrary, which you can't do. And I thought that was honest, right? Like it's just talking about it. There should be no stigma about asking the question. I think when you stigmatize asking the question, it encourages people to go on a wild goose chase and like make stuff up that sounds even more absurd and that just furthers the like stigma around talking about you know things we can't explain so i i think it's definitely just you know an evolution in the right direction i think so too maybe there are little green men i just feel like if there were really little green men everywhere like they would have shown themselves already (laughs) because maybe they can cloak themselves and they're already here among us well, or it's people from the future. That's just the my answer future. for everything. We're all in a simulation. It was just by the programmers. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe I definitely think if there's one person who is just AI is Elon Musk. You think he is a like robot and he shot him his real self off into space in that Tesla. So he just left behind his robot self. Yeah, because he's like, I've got this, you know, robot here. So he's basically data from Star Trek, like yeah. the creator's off somewhere. But clearly, because it's so in his his AI self is making a lot of mistakes. And I think that it just doesn't know how to, you know, answer things in a human way. Yeah. And so it's it's making up things. It's making decisions that computers would maybe make, but people shouldn't make. And that's my excuse for the Elon Musk being a butthole. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to work in, uh, you know, something fun in this segment. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Aliens were not fun enough. No, oh, they're fun. Trust me. I just wish that they would. Would you want to be taken <clears throat> by an alien? Are you kidding me? Look, you both automatically said no. No, yeah. are you kidding no. me? This is where like people that are like what? really like think it all the way through. That it's not going to be good. There is nothing good about an alien taking you somewhere else. No, I don't Never think so. Never go to a second location. I ever. well, I, I am... don't care whether it's a kidnapper here on Earth or to the planet Gremulac. Gremulac. Oh, I totally want to go there. I would leave today. I would if a, if, now, if a ship came down and said we're gathering some people if they were peaceful and not like taking me by force and they're like you girl, might never come back I'm like okay, okay I'm sorry girl, what if one of them coughed on you well who you know I guess I'll have a more interesting life than what I'm you know have had so far it's only going right. to get more interesting I'm all about adventure. You know, well, I, I, I pray for you that you get to experience that adventure. Please I save want your that prayers for, for something you. more important, please. <laughs> now, Mike and I will will happily wave you goodbye as we run screaming in the opposite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I'll wave to you from space. I want to go to space, just not on the alien's dime. Okay. Because I don't I don't I barely trust humans. But I'm not do, sure. I know we don't have time to get into this, but wouldn't you trust an alien ship to take you around the universe as opposed to one we just came up with i mean come on nope they know what they're doing they do made they? it here yeah they do as far as but like why did they make it here like because they they're smarter than their we world ex- their world exploded <gasps> oh I, you're really writing a novel now i love it i mean you know we're just fantasizing um hey when we come back here's what i do know this is not fantasy it's reality our good friend mike has a game for us to play. We don't know what game we're playing until we come back right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You are listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Don, a program we do every day here from noon to three. And something that's consistent every day that Mike is here is that we play a game at the end of the show, and it's called Game Show Roulette. 
Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is time once again for a little Game Show Roulette. We're going to find out right away what we are playing today. And we will get after it here. See what we're going to play. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Chatter, 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 chatter. We're going to give it a whirl again. We're going to play a little Jeopardy. We did this the very first week of Game Show Roulette. I'm not smart enough for this. Oh, yes, you are. Wait till you hear the categories. You two always talk so so down on yourself. He always makes good categories. And then I make good categories that you guys usually like. So let's run through these. And we got to go. Last time we did it, I gave you the option to pick what you wanted to do. This time, all you got to do is tell me which category you want. Okay. Okay. So if you get one right, you'll have control. You say which category you want, and I'll give you just the next question down the list. Gotcha. So we don't have to say for 300. It just seemed like it was a little clunky. So I'm trying to make this, you know, go efficiently and fun. Love it, Mike. Here are the categories. Are you ready? Yeah. We've got scary movies. Ooh. Let's take a cruise. Hey. And adventures of Bradley and Dawn before and after. Oh. We tried before and after last time. The listeners loved it. I got a lot of messages saying how much they loved the before and after. You guys did not love it so much. We'll see if you can make oh up for it a little bit. Oh my gosh, it's okay. But that'll make it's for great radio. Want. It should make yeah. for great radio. So let's it's start because we feel stupid. <laughs> uh, let's start things, Don. You can uh, kick it off. Oh, I can. Okay. Yep. And again, this is Jeopardy. So please answer in the form of a question. I'll keep your score going, and we'll roll right through it. How about let's take a cruise? All right. Remember, ring in with your name. Your name is your buzzer. If you do get it wrong, though, you will lose points. So okay. let's take a cruise for 200. What is the unit of measurement used to describe the speed of a cruise ship? Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Cannots. That is correct. Oh, Cannots. 200 right. points there. Uh, pick a category. Um, scary movies. Black people are mysteriously disappearing in this 2017 directorial debut of Jordan Peele. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's a one-word title. Sorry, get out, the correct answer. I was going to say, get out. Get out. That was two words. Yep. That's why I was thinking nope, and I was thinking us, and I was thinking... Hey, at least no one lost points. Still on you, Bradley. At least you were thinking. (laughs) That's a good start in this game. I couldn't think of anything. That's okay. All right. We'll stick in that same category, or do you want to... Oh, no, I want to go back okay. to cruises. Sounds please. good. <laughs> Which I was trying to be, you know, diplomatic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which fruit is considered unlucky on ships? Wow. Oh, my God. Bradley. Bro, oh, uh, you want to answer? Go for it. You just beat the buzzer. What is pineapple? Incorrect. Sorry. Ooh. All right. Do you want a free guess here, uh, Don? Or you yeah, free guess them, is... Um, uh, what are you going to go with? Starfruit. Uh, no, not starfruit. Okay. You have uh, lost 400 points. Uh, I didn't it, lose any. No, I said... Did was, I? No, no. Yeah, don't guess then. If you don't remember, if you guess, you get it. You <laughs> I thought you said points. it was a free Sorry, guess. Sorry, I meant you get... Because fr- he wasn't going to ring in. Well, I, that doesn't count then. We won't... We'll pretend you didn't guess. Oh, my God. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, sorry. There I was thought a miscommunication. it was just like if for fun. So anytime you get it, oh, I got you. So you okay, didn't none want of this is real. It's fine. What's the yeah. answer? Uh, two, 200 points below is where you're at right now, Bradley. Uh, that would be uh, bananas. Oh, bananas are actually considered unlucky on cruise ships. Well, you need to demand them next time. <laughs> I will. <laughs> no, like, I'm going to say demand that they throw all the bananas overboard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's move on to this next one here. Let's go back to scary movies. In 1984, a house in Hollywood got the cinematic address 1428 this for the first time. 
Ooh. Um, Don McLean. Don. Elm Street. That's correct. Elm Street. Oh, Nicely done. Oh, she got it. 400 points there. Uh, let's go with this one. The uh, first Oscar in the new makeup category went to Rick Baker in 1982 for turning David Naughton into one of these in London. Bradley Don McLean. Bradley was first. Werewolf. Werewolf is correct. You're both tied at 400 points. Well done. Ooh, we're tied. We'll move on to this one. This 1973 cult classic about pagan rights on a small Scottish isle ends in the burning of the title effigy and some other things. Oh, my gosh. 1973? Yeah, cult classic. Oh. That would be, what is Wicker Man? Oh, I don't have any clue what that is. Let's take a cruise. (laughs) Disney has four cruise ships. Name any one of them. You want to say something snarky, but it's going to cost me. (laughs) Bradley Trainer. Do you want to try? The Disney Princess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Oh, I'm sorry. Disney Magic, I, Disney Wonder, Disney Dream, oh, and yeah, Disney boy. Fantasy. Okay. I should know this, but you know, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not going to go on a Disney cruise anytime soon. Probably. Right. And uh, finally, here in this category, which cruise line attempted to break a world record by launching a 245 day cruise? The ticket started at ninety thousand dollars. Bradley Train. Bradley. Was that Royal Caribbean? No, it was. Oh, sorry, you got to guess on. Um, you don't have to. How about yeah. if you do and you, you lose, lose points, you'll, you'll be lose a negative. Money you... Okay, I I'm, I have something in mind. Knowing how you two do on before and after, I would save your money. Save my, I'm saving my money. <laughs> okay, it was Viking Cruise. <laughs> I was gonna say well, that. You done I did that this. Then. I okay. did this. This visa. <laughs> Oh okay. my God! I was like, "What is she doing?" She was making an awkward gesture with her hand. It was. We'll quickly try to work through adventures of Bradley and Dawn before and after. Here's the first one: Teenagers defend their town as Russia invades the U.S. ahead of World War III before hosting this show with Bradley Trainer. Oh my! I, oh, that's a lot of words. That is Red Dawn McLean. Oh. Yeah, we'll go to four hundred. Okay, so I see where we're going because I, yeah, I could. It's, it's, it's hard. Our brain has to work, Don. This we got to turn our brains just, on. We've got one collectively the, today. This okay. spare author spent most of last summer touring in the and in the arms of Olivia Wilde. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Isn't that just Harry Styles? Incorrect. You got a guest on? Did you figure it out? I'm not going to say anything. Well, no. you can ring in now if you want. He, no, he, I'll lose oh. points. The if spare author spent most of last summer touring in the arms of Olivia Wilde. That would be Prince Harry Styles. Oh, I I have officially it. given up on before and after <laughs> no, with you two. We're not, oh, yeah. I'm not good at it. I'll say I'm I, not great at it. It takes I, my brain a second to... It's like if you it's want like to do I, this I game, you got to start at noon. It? This is for the listeners, then. Uh, these semi-charmed life rockers are a bit of Hollywood gossip with the names left out. Oh, oh, wait. Come we can on. do this, John. Don't you can do this one. Time limit. The semi-charmed life rockers yeah. are a bit of Hollywood gossip with the names left out. I know Panda's already tweeted the right answer. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I know the band, but I can't make What's sense of how to combine the things. Third What's eye blinded by Blind the items. items. Oh, oh man. He works so 
hard on these, you guys, and we're just and just finally a just for, for Mike fun. To say he's he's fun. This controversial YouTube and podcaster who owns the most expensive Pokemon card ever sometimes joins us on Fridays oh. to talk about Hollywood. Oh, um, Joe Rogan, McGuire Grimes. What I don't mm, get it. Paul. Maguire, Paul Logan who is, Grimes. Who is Logan Paul? Maguire. Logan Paul oh, Grimes. Oh, yes. Oh. I worked so My God, hard. Mike, we oh, did guys, not serve you well. We'll do better next time. <laughs> I think Mike won, won today. <laughs> Mike, Mike won, won the yes. game. We're going to give up on the before and after. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike gets a point today. Yes. Hey, um, Dawn, yeah? they asked that we leave. So okay, we have to go well, now. we'll see you okay. tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, we'll be back.